The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. Here we go. Thanks for listening to the LCR Media Podcast, where we get to know the pros. I'm your host, LCR Naylor Taliaferro, and on today's exciting live episode from the Podcast Summit 2023 at HQ, uh, Almond HQ, you know, the Kid Contractor Podcast. (laughs) He does it so well. Yeah, he does it. The studio, beautiful studio. Um, I'm joined with Dan Wheeler here from the Fence Industry Podcast. How's it going, Dan? Man, this is awesome, Naylor. This is awesome. You outdid yourself again, man. Again, oh, I, I, I dubbed you the live event king. So, oh, geez. Well, th- thanks. I, I appreciate it. But, you know, a lot of times it's all about just kind of it's all about just connecting with the right people. Right. Mm-hmm. And and picking the right places and things. And I thought I was like, man, I wonder if the almonds can get this shop ready in time. And I, so I asked, you know, can we do the summit podcast summit here? And Brittany was like, you know, immediately was like, yes, like she was so <laughs> psyched, you know, because I think it's great to promote them and yes. the Hardscape Academy and get all these. I didn't know there was this many local Ohio, yeah. Ohioans or whatever. And then in the surrounding states, there are only people coming from just two hours away from a different state, you yeah. know, like Cleveland and all kinds of stuff. So I just never realized how big the Midwest was over here for mm-hmm. social media content creators. So it, it's just really cool to see all these guys and girls come together and hang out and check out the shop. I mean, isn't this shop amazing? Dude, this is unreal. You know what's awesome? You know, I our next plan is to, to build a shop. So, like, it's nice to, to get a feel for it. But it's also nice to, um, like, this is attainable. You know, working in the trades and being your own, uh, you know, your own boss, whatever you want to look at it. Like, this is attainable because sometimes you, from the outside, look at it and like, man, I'll never get that. Right. No, like, look at, I, I've followed Caleb for a while now, so I know his story and I know everyone does. And now look at where he's at, where, yeah. where, from where he came from. For real. Yeah, for sure. Um, I think it's inspired a lot of folks that have come. So um, I know you were you were on the podcast a while back. I feel mm-hmm. like like in the very beginning, almost two years ago. So let's just get everyone and all the new listeners caught up to speed. Who are you? What do you do? And where are you now? Uh, so Naylor, I am part of a second generation fence company. I'm out of Fulton, Illinois, which is right on the river with Clinton, Iowa. Um, basically straight west out of Chicago to hit the Mississippi. Um, again, second generation, 39 years this year. We're proud to say that. Um, all family owned, not a hundred percent family owned and operated, but you know, father, son, mom's in the office, got a great core group of guys, um, coming off 2022, our best year ever. Um, and 2023, we're looking to, you know, increase that some more. Um, we're launching another division in our company. Um, we're doing some new techniques that are like going to change game change our business. So 2023, man, like foot is buried on the gas buried buried i'm pumped dude yeah that's awesome so what made you uh how did you even get stumble upon our industry and all this like you know so (laughs) how did this happen you know uh what is it been three years ago i was 
three, maybe four. It had to be three. Um, yeah, three, because Francisco's been with us three years. So um, doing winter work in the shop, had the DeWalt speaker, Bluetooth to the phone. Um, I had no social media at that time, none, three years ago. Uh, and I was just watching or listening to YouTube videos of Stanley Dirt Monkey. Mm. And back then he did a lot of like business yeah. videos, you know, like how to bid, kind of charging your worth. I think there were some Keith Kalfas videos in there tied with his. Mm-hmm. Um, so I got hooked. You know, I got absolutely hooked. That's when I think the turning point for River City Fence kind of happened. Um, and then that kind of like suggested me to Brian on Brian Fullerton videos. And again, back then he did a lot of like real talk videos. And then they, I hear this word or this thing like podcast. And I'm like, what is a podcast? Um, Googled it, you know, found out what it was. Um, <laughs> then I got on Instagram because, you know, our, our buildings, um, Kyle Stumpin Horse, everybody kind of knows him from YouTube. He's local to me. So um, I was following him on Instagram that led me to the fence world. You know, they kind of, they push certain things to you. Right. Man, one thing led to another. You know, I love listening to the business side of podcasts. Um, kind of started with Brian, led me to Paul, led me to you, led me to Caleb. And then I'm like, man, I want to, I want to hear fence podcast. Uh, nothing out there, nothing. Um, and a couple, man, I remember like one night I was texting or messaging some buddies on Instagram. Like, what if I made a podcast for fencing? They're like, do it. Everyone just said, do it, do it, do it. And reached out to Paul from Mission Producer. And man, the rest is history. This is crazy, man. You yeah. know, and um, got tied up with you through the summit. And it's just awesome, dude. It's yeah. really awesome. So what, what, what are, I mean, now I, you say all that and now I feel like you're on a whole nother level of stuff when mm-hmm. it comes to podcasting and your own community mm-hmm. that you're building that was, that was probably already there. Right. But you're helping bringing them together and, 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 and like, just like-minded folks. What, tell me about that. Like, you know, it's more than just like, man, I want to hear a fence industry podcast. Like, mm-hmm. so let me just create one. But I feel like it's, it seems like so much more now. Yeah, it is. It's an, it's unreal. Like, um, just like you, I get people that message me all the time. Let, um, Hey, you helped me with this and this, and you motivated me to, to, to get off my butt and do this or change that, you know, and now, you know, like your GIE expo, um, now we have fence tech that's growing tremendously and changing because of social media and podcasts. Um, we're podcasting live from the show floor, dude. That's crazy. Nice. It's unreal. You know, um, manufacturers are getting behind us. Um, it's just a lot of things have happened. You know, I'm going to Boston. So I'm doing like seven trips this winter. It, almost every single week I'm traveling somewhere. Uh, two weeks from now, I'm going to Boston for three days to do a Northeast live tour, we're calling it. And we're having 40 some fence companies meet up at my buddy shop. My good friend, uh, Matt from JC Fence has a brand new facility similar to this. And he's like, hey, my shop's open. I have a huge Boston following, which is kind of crazy. I don't know why, but I just do kind of like Ohio. Um, and yeah, he opened his shop to everyone. A couple of manufacturers are coming in to talk shop. Lunch is catered similar to this. I'm like, I took so many cues from you, Naylor. Like, <laughs> nice. you know, that's, and it's just growing, you know, we're next year, we're looking to do a Florida meetup along, you know, and yeah. still doing the Boston. It's just growing. It's, yeah. and it's a lot. It's a lot. And I know you, you and Paul, <laughs> dude, it's just a lot. Yeah. Like you have your own business, your own life. Right. Um, and then you throw this on it, but it's very rewarding. Yeah. I'm so happy I did it. Yeah. 
That's awesome. I had some notes of some some more specific things that I wanted to ask. Oh, yes. The Fence Academy. Tell me about that. You just went to the Fence Academy. I don't even think that's something that we have. Well, we kind of dabble in some stuff, but I, I feel like this is some next level thing. So um, actually, Mr. Fence Academy, they're going to come on as a, a our main sponsor here starting February of 2023. Um, Sean King, Mr. Fence is like the most widely known um, person when it comes to fencing, like them or love them or hate them or disagree with them. Like from social media from or social actual media. business? So, so everything, everything really. So he has a tool company that he makes fence specific tools. He has a fence company. So Mr. Fence Tools, Mr. Fence is his company. Like very, that builds fences. Yeah. And stuff. Very legitimate company, yeah. like hardcore. He actually has a lawn and landscape company also. Huh. That's like crazy high end. He doesn't even talk about it. Wow. It's crazy. Um, and now he, and he has Mr. Fence Academy where it's nothing about the install side. It's a hundred percent how you build your books and get to the right price to charge, um, all that stuff, all that back end stuff that kills a business. Um, and now he has an academy that kind of, it's a third year. The first year it just kind of happened because our, um, fence tech was shut down last second. So he's like, well, we're still going to meet up and we're going to do a training event. Well, then people are hooked. They're like, do it again, do it again, do it bigger, do more in depth. Then he did, uh, year number two, it like doubled. Year three, now it like tripled. And people are begging to get in. It sold out immediately. Um, it's a week long academy retreat. I call it a boot camp. You start at six in the morning with a, a workout, and you literally, we, two nights in a row, we were done at midnight. Wow. So, um, and it's a five day, it's intense. So what, what, what did you take away from that? Um, biggest thing is, oh man, there's so many things. Um, the biggest thing is budget trying to find that price, um, to, to run a, a legitimate business, to offer benefits, to, to be here in the long run, all that across the board. He brought in financial advisors something that we should probably all should be doing from day one. And he really opened our eyes to a lot of stuff. He brought in guys that specializes in contracts and in the fence world, there's a lot of liabilities, gas lines, power lines, you name it, you know, there's stuff buried everywhere um, just across the board. And it was just nonstop. So every session was worth its weight in gold, you know, and it was session after session, like 12 a day for five days. So, um, I just can't recommend it anymore. Like yeah. a lot of people can build fences and do a really great job, but it takes a different type of person to run that back end. And yeah. he just, that's his passion. That's why we worked together so well. He's level 15 energy. And so am I on the <laughs> potty. And so I could be myself around him and he's, he gives it right back to me. So yeah, I'm excited to to partner with him, and that was just unreal. That event did did he not? So he he didn't do podcasting though. Like he just did the other stuff. Yep, he just everything but podcasting. Okay. Basically, huge on TikTok, huge on YouTube for us in the fence world. Anyways, Facebook, he goes live like five times a day. <laughs> you know, everyone sees him. Um, he's you know again, he's one of those guys. Like he'll put his opinion out there, like it or love it. Yeah, but man, he'll stand behind it and he tests and proves everything that he does and says. Yeah. Um, again, I don't do anything on the install side like he does. We're completely opposite. But when it comes to the back end, uh, you know, he's just an awesome dude. So Yeah. Nice. Welcome to Toro Tuesday. This week, I wanted to focus on probably arguably one of my favorite, if not the favorite, multi-force attachment. It is one of their newer attachments at the time of the recording of this. It's called the Mulch Force. So it's the multi-force mulch force, a little bit of a tongue twister there if you say that a bunch of times fast, uh, but it's, as it says, all about mulch. 
Um, you know, it's not meant for you to be putting heavy things like rocks and dirt and things like that. It's really specifically meant for mulch, which pairs up nicely with turf care. I mean, you know, you're, you're cutting people's grass. A lot of times they, they're asking you if they you can freshen up their mulch beds or install fresh new mulch, um, regardless of what time of year you do that in. Uh, instead of using like a buggy, a powered buggy or a powered wheelbarrow, or even I've used in the past dingoes, Toro dingoes with the, you know, get the biggest bucket attachment they have and you just scoop up the mulch and you just drive it to where you got to go, dump it. And it's basically, instead of, so you don't have to push the wheelbarrows, especially if it's long distances and if it's uphill and so on, you're trying to do whatever you can to save that energy because as those of you may or may not know, Doing mulch is is in some cases backbreaking, but it's definitely uh, hard work. It's it's exhausting, you know. To, again, depending on how far you have to go back and forth pushing the wheelbarrow with full of mulch, you know, if you have bigger wheelbarrows, it's going to be more mulch you're going to fill it up with. It's even more, but you're going to take less trips because you're being able to transport more mulch. Um, with bigger ones, one wheel, two wheel, all these pros and cons, but it's you're still pushing wheelbarrows back and forth, and especially if you're going uphill. That's that's brutal. Um, going, you'd rather be going downhill, you know, with, with the full wheelbarrow, and then uphill with an empty one. But either way, you're just exhausting yourself, wearing yourself down. Anyone that's working with you or for you, so anything that you can do to eliminate that or alleviate that is going to increase your productivity. So the mulch force is basically a, a bucket um, that's attached to your multi-force, your Toro multi-force onto the front and uh, your low, your low flow hydraulics hydraulically control that. So not only are you filling that up, you know, with, with the mulch, uh, which you can put, it moves up to 10.7 cubic feet, uh, 250 pounds of mulch, but you can go up to speeds of 10 miles an hour on the mower, right? So not only can you fill that up, and then use the mower to quickly get from place to place to where you need to dump the mulch. But when you get there, you don't even have to get off of the mower and do anything manually. You just use the the uh, the controls for the hydraulics to just uh, lift the bucket up and dump it over, just like you were if it was like a dump truck or a dump bed, and you lift it up and you dump everything out. So now you have that in the front of your mower, so you can just easily do that. You can dump a little bit at a time if you've got smaller sections or smaller mulch beds, you know, they're not that wide or deep or whatever. And you just need to dump a little pile here, a little pile there, or you can just go right up to a big open uh, mulch bed and just dump the entire thing in there, back up, you know, uh, close it back down and go ahead and drive off, drive back to the mulch pile and fill that back up. So to me, this is such a time saver, such an energy saver, which increase your profits because you can get more done with less time, less energy. I mean, you can really, especially if you're a solo operation, just having this alone is going to help you get more mulch jobs done. Yes, you still got to get out there and spread the mulch, but that's, you know, then that's all you got to do is spread the mulch. That's half the battle. You're not exhausted from pushing the mulch back and forth, you know, with wheelbarrows, getting it from point A to point B, and then having to spread it all. You know, you're still going to have to shovel the, the, the mulch into the, the, the mulch force, just like you would into a wheelbarrow, but at least, you know, you know that that's all you're doing with the energy-wise. You're not then also having to push it up and down or wherever you got to go long distances. So, 
it's been a total game changer and, and back saver uh, for me in my business. I used it last year for mulch season and, and it's, it's phenomenal. So I just really like those details that I just uh, mentioned. If you want all the visuals, again, as always, if you want to see what it looks like, see it in action, little video clips, things like that, you can go ahead on the link in the episode description for Toro.com. That'll take you right there to check out everything you need to know about the mulch force. How much time did you waste in 2022 looking up addresses to qualify a prospect? Probably a lot more than you realize. Losing time is losing money. Well, we have a solution for you. It's called My Service Area. My Service Area quickly pre-qualifies prospects based on their address and the specific profitable service area that you have created. Don't take our word for it. Here's what Charles from Stepping Stone Landscaping says about using My Service Area. My Service Area has quickly become an essential tool. The setup was easy, amazing customer service, and most importantly, it saves me money. My Service Area is a no-brainer solution to a very common time-wasting problem of looking up addresses. I highly recommend adding My Service Area to your website before the next spring rush. You know, Naylor talks about creating dense routes, and My Service Area is certainly a tool that can help you fine-tune your routes. Well, thank you, Charles. Now really is the best time to get started so that you will be in a great position to conquer 2023. Visit myserviceareacom slash LCR for a very special offer that will only be available for a limited time. The link will be in the description. myserviceareacom slash LCR. What about your, the fence company that you and your dad are, are, are you know, a part of, own, have? What, what are you guys going to do? Like, what's 2023 look like for you? So 2023, we are full-blown um, uh, in our staining division. That drop, that's huge money for us. Um, it's just great margins. Uh, it's easier. It just checks all the boxes for us. Um, that's going to be just huge. Uh, and then our kind of install side of things, we, you know, we're trying to get more done with less labor, just like everybody else. So we're really adapting and changing. Um, in the in the French world, driving posts are be is like the newest craze, and I'm right on it. Um, I'm, and that's the joy of having a podcast is I bring these guys on who've done it for 25 years or 20 years, and that are experts, and I can pick their brain for an hour, like. Yeah. Dude, that's just, and then the feedback I get, because everyone's doing it now or wants to do it for that same reason for the labor market. Man, it's awesome. So um, it, we're coming off our best year ever uh, in 2022, and I'm looking to do at least 20% more in 23. Nice. At what, least. what are some ways that you wanted, that you are hoping to do that or planning to do that? Like so, improve efficiencies, like what? So efficiencies through this new technique, through driving posts for every style of fence, which I would never have known if I didn't go to these live events. And I went to a, I was an instructor for the AFA for wood fence in Texas this October or last October. And I seen these guys driving posts. I knew it was possible, but sometimes you got to put your hands on it. And I'm like, all right, I'm sold. And I went home, changed everything. Um, but yeah, so, uh, what was the question? I'm sorry. <laughs> no, just what, what, what are some things that you're going to do to try and get that 20%? Oh, okay. Increase? So yeah. our standing division, we're really just, I'm, I'm kind of, we have someone on board that's going to be hired in March. Yeah. I've been checking in with them literally weekly, and he's going to take that on as his own baby. He's going to sell jobs. He's going to market it. But obviously, I'm going to guide him, right. but this is his baby. He's going to be almost an entrepreneur. Um, and I have someone in 
you know, he's coming from a whole nother field. Like if I told you what he did before, you'd be like, you're going to hire him. Absolutely. Cause he has yeah. a great attitude. Right. He has a background in sales and he's a good worker. Yeah. He, I don't care else what he does. Yeah. I, you can train him with anything else. Yeah. Anybody can stay in a fence. Yeah. Right? Yeah. You Build can't train personality. That's what I always tell or people. Attitude. Like when people ask me sometimes, you know, like, what do you look for? I'm like, I look for a good personality, yes. yeah, good attitude. Like that's not something you can train. You want mm-hmm. someone that's just like a good person, you know, that you're that right. you want to work with everything else. You can, you can usually work with that and train somebody how to trim or mow exactly. or paint a fence or whatever, you know? So. And so it's like, I'm, I'm doing all that. I'm doing, doing it all by hiring three key people. He's one for the staining side. Another one's going to be part-time. He'll eventually take over the staining. Um, and then that guy who's doing the staining now is going to move on maybe into a sales position overall for fencing. We have a, a, a shop guy that's coming out. We've never had a full-time shop guy. He's going to come on and he's going to save us a boatload of money. Just because we won't be rushed, less overtime, less damaged product. Guys are trying to get out. You can't blame them. Stuff gets thrown away. Yeah, I can go on and on and on. Right. Um, And then, uh, yeah, so that kind of is three key hires. And we have someone relocating that's going to be a foreman to bring on another crew. Um, And again, he has no experience in the fence world or contracting world, anything. But his attitude is great, and he's going to click so well with the guys I have now. He's going to slide right in, take my spot, and I'll run another crew, the staining division. So like I said, um, net profit, is it going to be 20% more? Maybe no, but this is a building year. Um, and then years, you know, 2024, everything just kind of snowballs in, in the right direction. But you yeah. got to take these steps first. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Awesome. Well, that's exciting stuff. Um Let's see. What are we missing here? What for anybody that's new starting off in business, because you've been doing this for a while now mm-hmm. and, and business principles are business principles, whether it's building fences or landscaping or kind of sometimes a combination too. There's a lot of landscapers that try to do fences, mm-hmm. right? So there's all kinds of overlap there. Well, that's the second question too. We can get, we can touch on that. But as far as business standpoint, what, what do you think are some good tips for people just starting out? What any kind of business, landscaping, fence, whatever. Um, you, you have to treat your business like, and everyone kind of says it, um, like you're going to sell it someday. And some people are like, no, I'll never sell it. It's I'll never, never, but you still have to treat it that way. And it's weird to treat it like that and to say that, but you have to. Um, you have to have handbooks in place. You have to have phenomenal company culture in place. You have to have structure in place. Otherwise, you're going to start in chaos. You start in chaos, you work in chaos. It's going to be chaos across the board. Right. I can't preach that anymore. Um, I kind of did it. I did, well, I did a podcast with John Pajak and we were talking about, should you have a bookkeeper right away or an accountant and stuff? And he's like, yeah, you probably should. And, and I took it one step further where I think it's a must because you're going to blink. It's going to be two years and you didn't have a good, good bookkeeper or now you got to find one to scramble. It's, it's whatever from day one, budget it in there. You have to. And then it just goes back to budgeting. So company culture, budgeting and having the right team around you. Um, in your company, like your team members doing the work and your team outside of that helps you just run a business. Mm-hmm. Um, cause not many people are great bookkeepers and accountants, right? You know, or right. a banker or whatever. Right. It just, it takes more than just digging holes or mowing grass, right? Yeah. That's the easy part, dude. That's <laughs> right. easy. That's right. Easy. Anybody can do that, but anybody. not everyone can run a business or make it a business. 100%. Yeah. yeah. Um, so, and the other thing that I, uh, just thought about what, do you, do you, how do you feel about landscapers doing fences? Do you mm-hmm. think that should, is a thing or could be a thing successfully? Cause I know there's a lot of guys that try and mm-hmm. do a terrible job and, 
You know, like what are your what's your perspective on all that? Is you know, it, is it cringy or what? <laughs> uh, sometimes, you know, um, it just depends on you know. I don't know. Um, I'm the type of guy like I'll give everyone the benefit of the doubt. Like, hey, I, I'm sure that YouTubed and listened to the podcast or whatever. Right. Looked at ASTM standards, right? Yeah. Yeah, like everybody knows what that yeah, is for both stuff. Sure. Um, but yeah, I see it all the time. Not all the time. There's a certain market where there's landscapers, landscapers are do it, and I don't blame them because sometimes you just have a small fence and you're landscaping a yard. Now you got to you know get a schedule in there, get a fence in, and it just doesn't jive well. I get that. Like I'm not going to call and hire a landscaper to shave a little hump out of a yard for me to put a fence in. I'm just going to do it with my machine or a shovel. Is it going to be great and be graded beautiful? Probably not. Right. But it's going to get the job done. At least get the fence in. Then they can worry about that later. Right. Right. Um, so it is what it is. One of those things. Now we all have the chuck in the trucks, like the bad chuck in the trucks. Right. We, we get that. And it's funny. is like, they call them, Sometimes they're like vans are a big thing now in the fence world. So they call them Dan in the van. Dan in the van. <laughs> and I'm like, what? Uh, Where did that come from? But yeah. so, um, you know, it's one of those things. Uh, I don't blame them in certain situations. In certain situations, they probably should call a fencer or at least get some input or yeah. like some coaching through it. Because, you know, like you're an expert at what you do. I'm an expert at what I do. I could probably solve you a, or save you a lot of headaches if you just ask a couple questions and I could yeah. guide you in the right direction. Well, can you be a landscaper that installs fences like well? I think so. Um, one of my mentors in Dallas Fort Worth area, Magnolia Fence, um, he started as a landscaper, then just built this amazing fence company. Now he's getting back into like offering that full service backyard fence, patio cover, patio, whole nine yards. Yeah. That's where I'd love to be one day, you know? Yeah. Just a one-stop shop. One-stop yeah. shop, your backyard. Let me take it over. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Nice. Um, Cool. Well, that's, I think we just got a lot of fire and all that right there. <laughs> yeah. That's awesome. Um, Where, why don't you, uh, I haven't had too many podcasters on today. Where where can everyone find you? And then we'll go into the pod decks real quick. But- <laughs> Nervous. <Yeah. laughs> um, so you can find me everywhere. Uh, the Fence and Issue podcast on all platforms. And then on all social media, TikTok, Instagram, Facebook, the Fence and Issue podcast. Super easy. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Sounds pretty easy. All right. Well, let's get into these pod decks here. This is a brand new second edition. I've had these for a long time, but I haven't opened them up until today. They're nice and crispy. So let's, let's shuffle them real quick. <laughs> it's amazing at that. Yeah. It's really good. Nice Man, crispy. I am super nervous here. <laughs> these go. are all new ones. They're all like weird, funny, silly things. Like, you want me to read it? Or? Yeah. Yeah. You, you read it and then you... Take it all in. You can answer it. <laughs> if it's like yeah. something really off the wall and you want to pass and get another one, we can do the old skippo. <laughs> yeah, because this one, I'm like, uh, I am not. Uh, what is your most unusual talent? Sandy's sitting in here. What is it, Sandy? <laughs> Man, I don't know. Hmm. I don't know. Unusual talent, 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 talent. I don't know. Everything I do is work related. So it's like, I'm super boring. I'm the most boring person you ever met, Naylor. Yeah. So yeah, I don't know. I'm drawing a blank, dude. That's all good. Let's pull another one. <laughs> what one guy had, like, how much would you pay to have your toe removed or something? Oh my <laughs> it was a good long conversation. <laughs> <laughs> what is uh, something you get wrong almost every time you do it? Uh, Again, it's funny. Sandy sitting in here like every time I do something that I uh, Sandy gives me some direction, we'll call it like I regret it every freaking time, uh, dude. Um, 
Yeah, that's probably, I'd have to go with that. Every time I do it, hmm. Yeah. I would have to go with that. Yeah. Not listening to Sandy. Right. Is that the right answer, Sandy? Sandy. <laughs> exactly. There you go. <laughs> that's there brownie points, Naylor. Yeah. My wife would have said the same thing. Good job. <laughs> <laughs> she reminds me, Sandy yeah. gently reminds me, like, <laughs> you don't listen, Danielle. <laughs> right. <laughs> Yeah, we just get caught up in all of our crazy ideas yep. and stuff. You know, we, we, we need to be straightened out for sure. We, yes. we need to be grounded. You yep. know, and that's, like, oh, yeah, that's right. I forgot, you know. You're perfect, right? Yeah. I forgot you're perfect, Sandy. <laughs> uh, so, well, thank you for being on this episode here. Um, I'm glad I finally got to get you on here in person. And I know there's a lot going on and we still want to get some more content out there and uh, or, or record some more content before the end of the mm. day. Um, thank you for coming out again to the podcast summit year two. Thank you to Kohler for uh, helping me put this together, uh, sponsoring the podcast summit. And of course, the almonds for letting us utilize their facility. Uh, thank you to the Toro company for sponsoring the LCR media podcast. And with that, until the next episode, this is the lawn care rookie and Dan with the fence industry podcast signing off. This has been an LCR Media and Mr. Producer production.